Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. So today I'll just go through a bit of news. Not much news really, it's just to do with the AFLW. Uh, the men's team have pretty much gone on the end of the year, end of season break for a few weeks till they come back uh, and start pre-season tra- training in January. I'm not too sure what's going to happen with that. Obviously, with this uh, new virus uh, that's going around, uh, Omicron, I believe it's called. Um, yeah, so obviously that's spreading like wildfires. So we'll uh, we'll see how this is going to affect the women's game, I suppose, in the next few weeks. And even the men's uh, pre-season training as well. We're hoping we don't get in that lockdown, but it doesn't. I, I can't be optimistic about it, to be honest with you. I, I know uh, what, what it's been like. It's. Um, I think Peter put a pretty good tweet out the other day, sort of saying, "Oh, you can just backdate it to 2019." Is exactly what they said. Uh, the government that we weren't going to go into a lockdown. A couple months later, we we did go into a lockdown. So. We'll, uh, we'll see how we go. So, anyways, we'll talk more about uh, what's going on uh, with the AFLW. That's that sort of thing's out of our control at the moment. So, we did have one bit of news. Uh, we signed an injury replacement player in Lexi Hamilton. Uh, she replaces uh, Alicia King, who's got a long-term injury. She's a tall key position player, more of a ruckman. Um, she played in the AFLW program uh, this year. She came fourth in the best and fairest for us across 12 games. She did play one game for the Gold Coast Suns in 2020 as well. So, yeah, um, round one is only two weeks ago, two weeks away. We're hoping we can certainly get uh, – there's no restrictions and we can uh, get a cr- crowd uh, at the game. I'm certainly keen to go. So, yeah, no, we're, we're certainly hoping uh, – that uh, that will all go ahead with no real dramas. So that's about pretty much the only news really going on. Like I said, the men's are on, the men's team are, are away at the moment, so no real news going on. So I will finish our draft preview. I'll go through this uh, fairly quick. It'll be a fairly quick podcast um, today, mainly, yeah, mainly because uh, we already know most of these players that. Uh, that uh, are playing at the moment. Most most of them are still on our list. Uh, we've obviously uh, had a, a few delistings over the last few years, but uh, not too many. So we'll start with the 2017 National Draft. Uh, pick four was Luke Davies-Uniak. Probably slipped a couple of spots. I was uh, surprised we got him at four, but I was very happy to take him there. Um, obviously, the conjecture was uh, the 2016 last round game where we played the Brisbane Lions to see who would finish the wooden spoon. I was sort of um, going f- for the wooden spoon because I thought Cameron Rayner was um, was the next uh, Dustin Martin. Or just um, There's a lot of hype about him. So, yeah, it was, it was more of a case that uh, the the winner was going to be the loser in the long term. But it turned out pretty well in the end, and, and it's good that uh, – because we ended up beating Brisbane Lions uh, comfortably in that last round. So, yeah, we ended up getting probably the better player at this stage. You'd have to think uh, during this career. I know Cameron Rayner has, uh, did his ACL last season and didn't play a game. But um, over the course of their careers, I mean, Luke Davies-Uniak has come along leaps and bounds. Whereas Cameron Rayner has just been a half-forward flanker. hasn't gone through to the midfield as much as I thought he would. So, certainly, you know, has had his good games and good moments. But, um, yeah... I, 
if you gave me a choice right now, I'd take Luke Davies Uniac every day of the week. So he's played 50 games at the moment, and um, we're certainly hoping uh, he can step up even further next season. There's a lot of hype around him as well. And hopefully uh, with Taron Thomas and Jason Lord Francis as well around him, that, uh, yeah, we'll uh, certainly get uh, the best of him as well with uh, more talent around him. Uh, pick 23 was Will Walker. I've already talked about him in previous podcasts. He uh, obviously... Had a few injury problems and really couldn't get his body going. Uh, pick 62, Kyron Hayden. So not, not bad. I mean, he's shown a bit. He, he certainly tries hard, Kyron Hayden. He's 12 games. Tristan Sherry is pick 72. He's played 12 games. And pick 77, Billy Hartung. So we got him from Hawthorne, our last pick. Played 13 games for us in that year before getting delisted. Um, it was, was a very... Quick play, good wingman. Uh, was very small for his size, but had a lot of pace. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not too sure what... Look, I was a bit surprised they did delist him after just one season. You know, it sort of begs the question, why, why draft someone if you're only going to give him one year? And he um, he certainly played okay, you know, in those games that he did play. was a fringe player, but... Um, and was still fairly young, probably only about 22, 23 when we did get him. So, yeah, I still felt like there's more football in him. But, yeah, you know, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. There was a lot of talk and a lot of chit-chat that uh, he didn't uh, mesh too well with the um, with the players and didn't make many friends and, and so forth. But, um, yeah, that, that's obviously rumours and innuendo at the end of the day. So, yeah, anyways, yeah, he ended up playing 13 games for us. So the rookie draft, we picked up Tom Tom Murphy. Ended up playing nine games for us and was delisted in that uh, year where we pretty much uh, delisted about 13 players just a couple, last year, obviously, uh, during the COVID-affected year. Uh, certainly had a good right foot on him. Um, but, yeah, it was a similar play to, like, a, you know, Ed Vickers-Willis, Jamie McMillan and and so forth. Where we can't, who, do you, who do you match him up on? Like, do you, you can't match him up on a... On a, on a small because he's not quick enough to go with them and probably struggled a bit one on one as well. So yeah, I, I, yeah. At the end of the day, that's um, you know the game's gone a bit, bit past that. So you know we're looking for the you know like the defensive players that can run off like an Aaron Hall type of player. Um, you know maybe even a Flint Perez who's who's got a bit of um, rebounding ability. So. Uh, anyways, he, he moved on. Uh, pick 20 was Gordon Narrier uh, from Perth. Uh, he's gone back. He never played a game. Uh, was, a, was a small forward, uh, left footer. He played in the AF, that uh, rebel of a competition at AFLX, the, trying to you know, replicate the cricket, in, in, trying to make a 2020 competition. Um, basically, that's what it was uh, for, for a year, and it was, it was a complete uh, shit show, really. He played in the game in that, and yeah, look, Never showed much in the reserves, and it's always hard. I think, you know, small forwards are one of the hardest positions you can play, and, yeah, he certainly... Um, I didn't... Like, he was, he was quick, but he wasn't electric quick, and with his size, he probably had to have that bit of quickness, a bit bit more quickness about him, and, yeah, was let go, unfortunately, for Gordon Arrier, but he's gone back to Western Australia now and uh, doing okay over there. Uh, 2018 National Draft, uh, I think we nailed this one as well. Pick eight, Taron Thomas, uh, Academy product. So I think the Adelaide Crows um, went uh, probably a lot earlier than I thought for him uh, to to bid on him, and um, we matched it obviously pretty quickly. Uh, pick 46, Curtis Taylor. Yeah, great pickup at uh, pick 46, 29 games. 
a very elite talent. Pick 49, Bailey Scott, um, another academy product product from Gold Coast. But, uh, yeah, and, and had the option to either go to Geelong, North Melbourne, or Gold Coast Suns, but he chose North Melbourne, uh, which worked out pretty well for us. And he's played 33 games. And, yeah, a player, look, I don't... Uh, like to say that he's at the crossroads just yet, but he's getting pretty close to that at the moment. He's only played, uh, th- like he's he's a half forward flanker, a very s- skillful player, um, and it's yeah. So and in your contract year, so it's either going to be a make or break sort of um, whether he gets a long term deal and might get another one year deal depending on how he goes this year. But we, I certainly hope he can cement his spot in a half forward flank wing type of role for us next year. Uh, pick 69 was Joel Crocker, uh, father-son product um, from uh, Darren Crocker, obviously, and never ended up playing a game. Had, had an injury, I think he did his ACL and came back from that. And, yeah, it was a back pocket play. Played okay. Played a few good games in the reserves. And now he's uh, playing in the Northern Territory at the moment. So Because they, they play in different times of year, the Northern Territory. And, um, yeah, he's doing doing okay over there from all reports. Uh, the rookie draft, Tom McKenzie from the Northern Knights, never ended up playing a game. And Tom Wilkinson, so the two Toms. Uh, Tom Wilkinson, I remember we drafted him because he was, he was fairly mature. I think he was 21, 22. Missed out on a few drafts. Ended up drafting him. Then uh, a couple months later, he, he said, no, I'm not, uh, AFL's not for me. And, yeah. Pretty much left, I think, around April 2019. So, yeah, it was was never really, yeah, I guess um, not not so much given an opportunity, but never really, yeah, gave himself the opportunity, I guess, to go and uh, get an AFL game. Tom McKenzie was a bit stiff, I believe. He he um, came to us and got a st- stress factor in the back, I believe, quite early, and only ended up playing a one VFL game before getting delisted. I think he's gone to Coburg. For this, for he played at Coburg this season, and, uh, probably will next season as well. Uh, 2019 national draft pick 31, Charlie Comden. He, I believe he slipped mainly because of um, yeah injury history, and, and we've seen that early with him now. Like we'd love to get some continuity in, into his body, and if he has a good preseason, that uh, touch wood that uh, he'll be in our round one team. Pick 34, Jack Marnie. Yeah, he's classy hard forward flanker. He's only getting better with um, the more games he plays. Still fairly young. I believe he's only just turned 20, isn't he? So, yeah, still fairly young. Pick 35, Flynn Perez as well. Another player that's um, probably slipped a little bit because of injury history, I believe. I'm not too sure about that one. I'll have to get back to you. But um, obviously he's had a few injuries at North Melbourne. Yeah, I believe he did do an ACL, didn't he, at, um, when he was at Bendigo. Um, but, yeah... He's um, had a few injury problems at North Melbourne as well. But, yeah, and if he didn't have any injury dramas with the skill he has, he would have gone probably close to top 10. Uh, mid-season draft. So this was the first year for the mid-season draft, and we ended up, uh, pick five, we ended up getting Lockie, Lachlan Hosey from Glenelg, ended up playing five games. I, I thought we were going to get um, Jake Riccardi. There was a lot of talk about him because he was at Werribee kicking goals for them. Um, was only 19 years old. Ended up uh, going to GWS, but I thought we were, we were very keen on uh, yeah Jake Riccardi. From what I heard, these are the rumours that I heard anyway. And um, he ended up slipping a bit. 
And we ended up getting Lockie Hosey from Glenelg, which I didn't know much about, but he was leading the goal kicking. It was a you know very classy half forward flank. It was leading the goal kicking in the Sandful, and I could certainly understand it from the club's point of view to um, get him across the club. We did have a lot of those types of players like Mason Woods and you know and, and so forth uh, that were fighting for that position. Taylor Garner as well when he wasn't injured. Um, so he ended up playing five games for us over that over the course of a couple of seasons before getting delisted uh, in 2020 with a lot of other players and ended up going back to Glenelg and is doing good things um, over there again. So, yeah, and, yeah, he's he's um, he seemed like a really good guy. His, his mum was uh, very uh, active on social media and, you know, was, was trying to support him and trying to support the club as well. So hopefully he's still, um, he's still uh, very fond of the club, even though he did get delisted. Uh, 2020 National Draft, pick three, Will Phillips. Uh, pick 13, Tom Powell. I won't talk too much about these blokes. We all know who these guys are. Uh, pick 36, Charlie Lazaro. Pick 42, Phoenix Spicer. And <clears throat> pick 56, Eddie Ford, as I start losing my voice. I've only been talking for about uh, 10 minutes as well, so obviously uh, struggling a bit. Um, yeah, look, I think we've, you know, I've talked to this, I've talked about this uh, with Siobhan um, recently, and yeah, We've kind of nailed this. I mean, the fact the fact that we've already had five players that have seen that have had um, debuts, and a number of them like Will Phillips, Tom Powell, and Charlie Lazaro have all played already ten plus games. Uh, Phoenix Spicer was probably would have got a few more games if he wasn't injured for half the year. And Eddie Ford looks like a class act. So yeah. Uh, the rookie draft, Patrick Walker, apparently pick two, Patrick Walker. So apparently, from all reports, um, has looked pretty good in preseason. Has uh, got good skills, so yeah. Well, um, and was a fringe player this year. Was emergency a few times, so hopefully he can get an opportunity next year. Be very exciting, uh, young talent. Ho- hopefully that, uh, yeah, we can see a bit more of Patrick Walker. Pick eighteen, kind of manage you. Um, yeah, look, obviously can't. I came from Richmond, got delisted, played a year at Werribee. Was work. It was a great story. You know, I was working at Rebel Sport when he, when he got the call that uh, you got picked up on uh, North Melbourne in the rookie draft and was very excited. Uh, we kind of looked at him as a rebounding defender, just with his pace. He was quite quick. Look, I just didn't see enough of that um, that rebounding, though, uh, uh, defense, defensive side of him. Like, yeah, I think John Blake, he was a defensive coach. Really, yeah, he instilled that in Sydney. Like, he had those Reese Shaws, Ty Canellis. He, he really liked those quick rebounding types of players. You see that with Essendon too. Um, you know, especially playing at Eddie Had, they want to get those fast um, rebounding defenders. And I think that was a role we had for Connor Menadieu. And started off the year uh, early, he got a round one game, I believe. Uh, I think he was a late inclusion from memory. Uh, didn't look great. Then he ended up playing a few more games after that, just through a number of injuries. And... Yeah, he certainly had a couple of good games. I remember Collingwood, he was certainly one good one. I've talked about that before, but um, yeah, unfortunately was delisted at the end of this year. So yeah, hopefully, I mean, that'd probably be it for him as far as AFL opportunities. He'll be about 25 years old now. So yeah, that'd probably be it for his uh, AFL career. Uh, unfortunately for Connor Menadieu, uh, pick 20, uh, 2021 mid-season draft, pick one, Jacob Edwards, uh, Obviously, a, a big, tall uh, forward slash ruckman uh, groomed to take over with uh, Callum Coleman Jones, uh, Todd Goldstein when he moves on, which might be about ten years away. The way he's going, 
And pick 16 was Charlie Ham, who was um, only ended up playing a few VFL games before getting delisted. And, uh, yeah, a lot of talk about that. And I've talked about that previously, that uh, I think he's a bit stiff, to be honest with you. But um, that's the way it goes. And I'll just quickly go through the national draft we had this year. Pick one, Jason Horn Francis. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of him. Uh, pick 22, obviously I've taken a piece there. Uh, pick 22, the GOAT, uh, Josh Goder. Pick 35, Paul Curtis. Pick 38, Miller Bergman. And pick 59, father-son, Jackson Archer. And the rookie draft, pick one, uh, Jared Polak can play a bit, apparently. So, uh, hence the sarcasm. So, that's it. Um yeah, that's it for all our drafts. So we've had a, you know, you can certainly see, like, uh, I can't remember, uh, it was, I think it was uh, early 2000s where we had the Drew Petrie uh, draft with Daniel Harris. And, and it sort of led, you know, you, when you can nail those draft picks, I'll, I'll quickly uh, go through it here. I think it was 2000 and, yeah, 2000, sorry, you know, uh, Daniel Harris, Drew Petrie, Daniel Motlop, good player, Severio Rocker, Daniel Pratt, Corey Jones. And, and they're probably, you know, if you can nail draft picks, and we certainly had some success after that. Lee Harding as well, very good player. Uh, you know, I've had him uh, previously on a show, on an interview. Um, and even uh, 2001 wasn't too bad. We got David Hale. So, yeah, I mean, and it sort of led to a bit of success, you know, in 2000s where we made prelim finals. Obviously, we never, um, we never, you know, went on to premier, uh, grand finals or anything like that. And I don't think we were ever really that close to getting to a grand final. So, and, and you sort of look at, um, you know, some of the drafts where we did miss out on, like when we got Lee Colbert, we got, uh, I think we got, you know, our earliest pick was uh, Clayton Lascock with pick 53, and he never ended up playing a game, pick 61. You know, Mark Ainley never ended up playing a game. Pick 77, Lindsay Smith played one game. We got Matthew Burton in that one, which was quite good, and Troy Makepeace. So, yeah, I mean, we talk, yeah. You know, when you can know, and probably, you know, I think 2000, after that year, we sort of kind of struggled a bit, didn't we? I think we bounced back fairly quick under Dean Laidley. Like, 2001 was obviously the Wayne Carey thing, and we, a lot of emotion went through that year, and it sort of um, probably... You know, just the, the you know, closeness of Anthony Stevens and uh, Glenn Archer sort of brought the best out of a lot of our players, and we ended up playing finals. Then we then we sort of uh, under Dean Laidley, we we kind of rebuilt it after that for a year or two, and then uh, we started to get going in two thousand and four, and yeah, playing in a couple of prelims for a number of years there. So yeah, it's um yeah, it's important that uh, hopefully the next couple of drafts, you know, last couple of drafts, I should say that. Uh, we can uh, certainly nail a lot of these these picks. Um, a lot of teams put a lot of effort into it. You see Melbourne, you know, like you talk the year they got uh, Luke Jackson, they, they really nailed that draft as well. And uh, even players like Tom Sparrow, who you really never heard of, and Charlie Spargo, very good player, you know, for them. They, they certainly nailed a lot of their picks, and it, it's led to a lot of success for them. Um, uh, but that's about it for today's show. So... I will uh, wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Uh, I'll probably all do a show next week. I'm not so sure what I'll do yet. I'll, I'll do have a couple of things in, in place at the moment, but, um, yeah, I'll certainly let uh, let you guys, lovely listeners, not just guys, lovely listeners, a fair bit of uh, my audience is female, which is which is really good to hear. So I'm, I'm very, very happy with that. 
Um, I think it's like seventy uh, percent male, thirty percent female, which is which is awesome. It's it's great that uh, yeah, I've got uh, so many female listeners because you know it is um, it you know it. What am I trying to say? I'm, I'm sort of waffling on here a bit. So yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure what I'm trying to say, but so it's probably a sign that I probably should uh, leave you, you all you lovely listeners, male and female, to it. Uh, have a merry Christmas. Uh, stay safe. Um, drink in moderation. Don't go too blotto and and drive or anything like that. Don't be. Don't do anything silly. Just uh, enjoy the time with the family, especially if you don't see much. It's been a tough couple of years with COVID, so enjoy the time with the family. Uh, have a bit of fun, uh, all in good nature, and that will do me for this show. Um, I will give a shout out to Eric Wallace. Bye for now. Also, before I forget, don't forget to give me a like, uh, subscribe to the show. You can listen to it on all great platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you want to listen to. I listen to it on Podcast Casts. I listen to my pod- uh, podcasts on Podcast Casts, I should say. Um, and give me a follow on uh, Twitter as well, at hashtag Kangas. Um, and that's it.